0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart
1: bring in a guy who knows what it takes to shine in the NFL. Texans receiver Braxton Miller. Braxton, great to see you. How are you enjoying Super Bowl week here in Minnesota?
2: Oh, I love it, man. It feels great to be back out here. Slash 2.0. What's going on, man? What's How up, you doing, bro? Right? Everything's good? I'm, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on everything. How this transition's been for you, leaving Ohio State as a quarterback, uh, and then playing some receiver in the latter part of your senior year. Now you're in the National Football League, having a chance to be a big part of the success of this football team, playing in slot and
0: also on the outside. It's been great. You know, it's a learning curve for me. Uh, but, you know, I'm fortunate, man, just to make that transition. And, you know, just, just being myself, just being an athlete, and just go out there and make plays. And uh, for everybody believing me to be able to do what I do. And, um, you know,
1: it's time for a big year next year. And, unfortunately, we're talking about Houston. We're talking about injuries. And you were <laughs> part of that wave yeah. of health concerns. Have you ever seen anything like that? In your athletic career?
0: Nah, not at all. That was the first time seeing all you know, all the starters. I feel like was you know on IR. There was a lot of a lot of guys. You know, I feel like you know all our tight ends wasn't you know, on the field at the same time. You know, it, it might be one tight end this week and next one out, and then next one come in and. They all, they, both of them, was all on IR. So it was, it was, it was crazy. Awesome. And let's expand the conversation.
1: If you love sports talk radio, you've heard Gary Vaynerchuk on the Jim Rome Show. Passion and energy. Welcome to the world of sports. How did you hook up with Braxton? Tell us about Vayner Sports.
3: I will. Thanks for having me. Yes, um, no I really appreciate it. Uh, Vayner Sports started uh, a little less than two years ago uh, when my brother Aj and I bought a. Uh, organization called Symmetry uh, Sports and they had four, five, six guys. We uh, took a step back and thought about who, uh, who we wanted to recruit from the college ranks, but we also took a look at the NFL itself and said, who do we think uh, we could bring some value to? We did a ton of homework on the, just who is the person as a human, and then obviously we have a lot of thoughts about business and, and all the things that are going to be happening off the field that we can control as agents and agencies much more than what can happen on the field. We think that there's a huge arbitrage to be had there's a lot being left on the field and you know after a, a bunch of homework and uh, both on who they were and what we thought they could do, Braxton came to the top of the list and the conversation started.
2: All business opportunities are ventures you know, yes. to, to an extent, and you've been a part of many. Yes. Now you come into the world of sports. How do you connect? You draw the connection, create the bridge even, to connect and take those models from those yes. ventures you're a part of now into the world of sports. First
3: of all, Cordell, that's a great goddamn question. I appreciate it. It's actually very easy. It's, the, it's actually a very simple rule. It's reverse engineering. What I'm trying to do is understand what's the white space that nobody's filling and then how do I get to know the people and bring them value and put them in a position to succeed? The punchline is, outside of a couple of sporting goods companies uh, and a couple of, you know, besides football cards and sneakers, these kids are not making real economics off the field. Meanwhile, in my other life, I'm representing 15 year old teenagers. I'm musically making $700,000 a year in marketing, and so they can build much bigger audiences. And uh, and so it's getting to know them, not making them become Gary V and do it like me and vlog all day and do all this and be crazy. No, who are you, and where and where can you go? So it's reverse engineering.
0: And hey, Braxton, you had options. Why'd you decide to partner up with Gary? Man, yeah, he explained it all. You know. Uh You know, football thing, you know, football lasts, you know, a maximum of years. And, you know, uh, business stuff, you know, lasts forever. You know, that's one of the reasons why I want to learn from him, AJ, and, uh, you know, meeting up with my man uh, Danny from Ohio State and uh, got us connected. And it worked out perfectly. When you look at a lot of athletes after the game,
2: they have a tendency to try to find themselves elsewhere. I mean, when you're an athlete, you're an athlete. When you're a businessman, you're a businessman. Yeah. How do you take your brand, as Gary was just talking, how do you take your brand? I don't know which direction you're going in with it, but how do you take your brand and take it to a point where it has that crossover appeal, not just in the game of football, but also in other ventures around the world?
0: You know, I feel like you just got to connect to the people. You know, you got to put a lot of content out, you know, on social media. You know, um, a lot of guys look up to me back home in Ohio. You know, I just want to be uh, a good, real, wonderful for. All the kids that's from my city and uh, from my house that, you know, can make a change other than, you know, just being an athlete and you can be a businessman. Now, it's not a bad thing, though. Being an athlete
2: is a platform to get you where you want to go. Absolutely. sometimes people make you feel like being an athlete sometimes can be a bad thing (laughs) because they forget that you are a student first. And then you have to take on the lifestyle of being an athlete. So... As you talk about this, I hear it, and yes. I, sometimes you kind of shy away from it because I don't want you to look at me just as an athlete, but it's more the business side that you're looking for to get out of what you've done as an athlete, too, as well,
0: right? Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Mar, you know, he 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 brought us to this point, you know, uh-huh. uh, real real life Wednesdays, and uh, he always put an emphasis on uh, student athlete. You know, that's what I take pride in that, and, you know. Uh, and uh, learn from him and you know his brother AJ. So it's great. A lot to learn. We're chatting with Praxis Miller of the Texans
1: and Gary Vaynerchuk, Vayner Sports, and all the other ventures. You've had a remarkable ability to see around corners, get a sense of trends. Not always right, but that's what visionaries try to do. Where do you think the sports industry is? Because if you look over a large sample size, mm-hmm. last 50 years, it's overdue for maybe a bubble, maybe taking a step
3: back. I don't think sports takes a step back, because if you look at a macro, when we were cavemen, right, people were bump, you know, hitting each other over the head with a stick, racing, like, sports is sports. I think the bubble is, if you go back, horse racing, boxing, and baseball, not that long ago were the biggest sports World in this War country. Two, yeah. Like, this is not that long ago, and so if you tell me whether it's soccer, or if you tell me it's eSports, or if you tell me something else, and you say, hey, I've seen the future 30 years from now, these sports are here and those sports are gone, or not as popular, I'm like, that would make sense. And so I think it's imperative for the leagues to adjust to the common trends. I think baseball has done a horrible job. They've made a lot of money with BAM holding all the rights, but there's not a 16-year-old in America that can find baseball content on Instagram and YouTube. I've got a newsflash. That's bad.
1: They've lost a generation of fans. When
3: Bryce Harper can walk down Times Square and nobody knows who the heck he is, that's bad, while the NBA has gone full blast in the other direction. So, look, I think sports is forever. The sports that plug-in can change according to the media landscape.
2: Gary, we're crossing over into sports. Yes. You know, each sport has its own tradition. Yes. You know, the, the, when you look at basketball from a marketing standpoint, it's more open. It's more appealing to the eye of the citizen. When you look at baseball, the same thing. You have the Latinos that's playing baseball. Mm-hmm. It's not just one or two. It's all multi. It's multicultural. Yes. When you look at football, though, it's very traditional in a sense of how they gauge who should be a quarterback, Should he go over and play wide receiver? How difficult has it been for you to seep into the psyche of these athletes to make them understand? Let's get outside of the box of thinking just the traditional way because what they say you, quote unquote, only can do and get them to think from a broader perspective and have been believing what you're doing? It's a
3: great question. I think the first thing I try to remind them is that nobody has control anymore. You know, uh, media and information has been decentralized. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. I used to, I grew up dreaming that the Wall Street Journal and Forbes and Inc. Magazine would write about me. Now I just put it direct to consumer, built such a base that they're asking me for my content. Mm-hmm. Same thing can happen here, right? I mean, the reality is, is that ESPN or the league don't get to pick who is on if the athlete wants to create that kind of content. So the truth is, I think they understand because for a lot of them, social media and the digital age comes native. Your generation of player, that wasn't as native, right? Mm-hmm. For them, it's real i think the bigger thing is they're trying to figure it out so for example braxton with his ridiculous fashion sense like thinks about that world and that industry and so i think what i'm trying to get them to understand is every interest they have needs to be explored because it's authentic to them and it's achievable
1: well braxton not gotta ask you about fashion now cordell is the fashion plate on the show as you can tell <laughs> why are you passionate about that area
0: my mother, you know, she always been into that when I was growing, growing up, and uh, she always told me, you know, when you wanna go to go somewhere, you know, you gotta be the best looking, best, best <laughs> dressed. You look good, you feel good, you gonna play good, stuff like that, you know. So it always stuck with me, and uh, I just I'm trying to take it to another level.
2: When you think of your personality, it's it's kinda, you know, I you know I got the nickname slash, of course, you know I jokingly talk to you and call you slash 2.0 as you can because I, <laughs> I heard the stories in Ohio State and seen you do your thing you did a very good job by the way uh, but when you see your style and your brand, I kind of like to use the term eclectic because there's no one way you know how to play the game, there's no one way psychologically you know how to think when it comes to playing the game how innovative you think you can be in the clothing industry or the look good brand that you're talking about, how do you think you would cross that over into the world and get people to buy Braxt- Braxton Miller's uh,
0: Uh, You know, I just got to I really got to focus on What I really want to do with that aspect You know, and just You know, just just drive forward to it And uh, just, you know, just keep learning That's what I got to keep doing You know, just keep learning from the big brands And learn how to keep building my brand And uh, just sit down and actually just brainstorm And uh, just figure it out You know, just reach the people
3: What's interesting is Is Braxton had such obnoxious success at such a youth Uh, you know I don't want to put him on blast but like I mean like 6th grade 7th grade like like, you think about how young that is you've got an interesting perspective because I don't you know as a 42 year old today I would have never thought at 24 I would feel this young these kids are done at 32 34 36 right and they're still so young that it's crazy how much life is actually ahead of them post this. Now, obviously, and again, you know this, when you're on the field, there's a different leverage to get things done. Yep. It's amazing what happens the next day. Mm-hmm. I think attacking that in a 50-year strategy is a really, really interesting new conversation. We're getting deep. <laughs> yeah, man, it's interesting stuff, you know?
1: That's, like, that's why we watch you on the show. Yeah. I appreciate it. it. Football it, I appreciate it. Yeah. Gary, love what you do. Can we talk about the Jets? Would Can you I like to? We don't have enough time. Come on. Well, you, you, got the, you got the scratch. You know, well, yeah. go fund me Kirk Cousins to New York City, I, right?
3: I, that's You know, that, that's actually, I actually want your opinion. This is where I am at. I'm struggling right now. We have a we have obnoxious amounts of money under the cap, right? We Cousins is out there. Um, there's a boatload of quarterbacks. This feels really weird. Like, yeah. I can't wait to watch 30 for 30 of these six or seven guys. On this, class, this, is, right. this is 84. But who can you trust? Right?
1: Well, I don't think it is. I think all these so guys are profoundly flawed. It.
3: So, so actually, for fun, then, who who do you think are, are no, is number
2: one and two he, in this he class? He loves Baker Mayfield i got made because of his mentality.
3: It, yeah, I mean, he came from nothing. Look I where get he it.
2: Is. Listen, you're preaching. You in the like, sense of, I mean, he didn't he didn't have a scholarship at Texas Tech. Uh, you're preaching. He had to prove it at Oklahoma. You're preaching. Now he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Everybody stating uh-huh. short, but you got Drew Brees, who's the same height, right? But he's winning and doing it great. And right. This kid is the most accurate of all the quarterbacks, and have that that it factor that you cannot put on paper. And I mean, you missed it, her. It, yeah.
1: I pass on all of them. So the answer for you? No, but you got to pick one. You gotta no, no let, I'm not listen. a GM. I'm, you're I'm gonna, just a yeah, pundit. I'm you're sending no, Kirk Cousins to New York. That's right what you think. A check. Yeah, be, because he's a more of a known commodity. Plus, we had a great conversation. All you have to do is be nice to me, and I'll put it on your team. he was nice.
3: He was <laughs> wonderful,
1: <laughs> as you were. We could do this for hours, no, but God, you can no, appreciate We've got to pay the bills. Of course. Thank you for that. coming Thanks by. Braxton. for having Braxton, great to meet you. Enjoy the rest of your time here in Minnesota.